socially, socially awkward. Socially, socially, socially awkward. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Lorel Cole Molzak, and you're listening to the Socially Awkward Podcast, the keys to building relationships and connections in a virtual world. How y'all doing this morning? How y'all doing this afternoon? If you're listening at night, how are you doing this evening? What's happening, y'all? I know it's been a minute. I feel like it's been a while since I missed last week, but I've been doing some things, y'all. I've been doing some things, and I'm excited to talk about it in this particular episode. But before we get started, let's go over some affirmations today. Tell yourself, I will reach my goals. Whatever goals that you have set for the year, declare over yourself, I will reach them. If you haven't already, say, I will reach my goals. Give yourself a time limit. Set yourself up for success, not failure. Now, don't don't throw a, a goal that's unattainable and then don't put a time stamp on it. No, put a time stamp in. In three months, I'm going to be fitter than I've ever been before. In, in six months, I'm going to write that book. In, in eight months, I'm I'm getting ready to open up my business. Like You have to set a goal and set a time. And that's the affirmation for today. I will reach my goals goals. But in any case, y'all, let's get started today. Um, Today, I'm just going to talk about my process in movement and the steps in which God has to take you to step out on faith and do what he asks you to do. We're going to talk about something very key because I missed last week because I was in the process of moving. I moved out of my apartment into a brand new home and it was like super crazy busy, but how it happened It was all like faith. It was all God. And it was crazy because I actually heard the voice of God before he moved into this into this home. And so um, just a little backstory. I just moved to Texas. It'll be a year. um, I think at the end of this week or next week, it'll be a year. I've been in Dallas, Texas. And um, so being in Texas has been really fun. We moved moved here from Los Angeles, California, uh, in a, a city called Covina. Covina, California, about 30 minutes outside of L.A. And so we were, you know, we moved from L.A. to uh, Dallas and I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee. So we decided to move to Dallas just because my, we talked about it. it was like, well, let's just move. I think it's the, the weather should be pretty cool. I don't like living in cold weather. So um, it's the next best thing to have nice houses. We can set ourselves up. Let's go for it. We didn't know anybody really out here. We just kind of just went for it or whatever. And so we found a nice apartment and we chose an apartment. Or we've chosen an apartment first because, um, you know, with the amenities, you know, easy access to the gym. We didn't really want that responsibility because we, we uh, rented a house in Covina and uh, it was cool and we enjoyed it. Um, but it was like we have two newborns. We just didn't want that extra uh, extra responsibility in a way. We just kind of just wanted everything in house, uh, easily accessible, uh, since we had two newborns and it was great for us, but we, we realized how small it was when the boys started walking, when he started crawling and walking and there's, there'd be 16 months in the next couple of days. And <laughs> when they started walking, I would realize I looked at my wife and say, man, this house, this apartment is really, 
it's really small. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we can do an apartment living. It's because it's a two, it's a two bedroom and it's like a flex room, which it should be the dining room, but I created an office out of it. Um, but it was like, it was like, it was cool. It was nice, you know, up, you know, it was one of the newest apartments that were just built. We were like the number 30th person to move in. It was cool, but it was, it, it just got to a point where, you know what, we've outgrown it already. And my wife was talking, we were talking, and it's like, you know what, I got to find a spot for my family. And so we found a spot. Uh, no, we didn't actually. We, we looked for a long time. We had a real estate agent and we were looking, going through a lot of different processes. And um, we, I don't know, We I guess we were looking for a long time. I felt like a long time at least. And, and one day, uh, we were talking to the real estate agent, she always sending me these listings and we go over these tours to these different homes. And there was one specific home that we loved. My wife like adored this home. And uh, we just thought for sure we could get this house. But uh, the market right now is so crazy in Dallas. It's like, man, everybody's taking houses left and right. They're just, things are just coming off the, houses are just coming off the market. And we weren't able to get it. We were just like, man, we prayed about it. You know, we, we I felt like, we, did we fast about it? But I know we prayed about it. <laughs> and we were just like declaring this house over our lives. And, and I don't know about you, but have you ever wanted something so bad and you prayed about it, you fasted, you cried out to God and it did not happen? It was like, man, that's my dream home. That's my dream job. That's my dream car. And you go apply for it and somehow things fall through the cracks and you don't get it. It's like, God, you know, I wanted that. Like, what's up with that? Like, he, it's like you feel disappointed. You look at God, it's like, God, you know, I wanted that so bad. How come you denied that from me? And just because you were denied, this is what I learned, doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean it's over. Just because you were, it, it just means it was delayed. It means that maybe there's something else on the other side that's better for you. And you just got to keep your mindset positive. Keep your eyes on God. Keep your eye, Because at the end of the day, if we keep our eyes on the things that we want in front of us, those things will disappear. They will fade away. They call it vanity. It'll fade away. And it won't even, it's not even important anymore because you, that one thing that you, and then also like your heart may change from it. You may want it and you may see it and you get it and then you don't want it anymore. It happens all the time. We get things that we want for the moment temporarily. Then all of a sudden in the long run, you know what? I'm cool. I'm off that. But if we keep our eyes on God and we and we ask God, Lord, you show me what I want. You show me what I should want. You show me what I should need. Then my perspective changes on that item or on that thing, or on that goal. It changes now. It's like, OK, this is more specific to me. This is more important to me. This is more realistic. This is something that I need. This is something that God is pointing me toward. Now I value it more. You know, I value it more. Now, it, it's not something I can just, oh, I have it. I see it. I can attain it and move on. No, it's like God showed me. He drove me to this desire. He drove me to the specific thing. Now I value, I place more value on it. That, that way I respect it more. That way I hold, hold on to it. I don't just throw it away. And so I feel like I got denied in a way. It's like, God, you denied me of, of something that I knew was for me and my family. You know, my family's growing. You know, we want, we want to have more kids. We, we want to do certain things around the house. And it, it, this was like our opportunity to be in a nice neighborhood. And, and we just got denied, I felt. And God was like, no, you didn't get denied. You just got delayed a minute. And it's okay. You got delayed. It's like being on a flight. Like I'm trying to get on my flight. I'm trying to make it. And all of a sudden, they say, you know what? We can't, we can't lift off right now. Our flight is delayed. I'm like, who? What you mean? It doesn't mean you're not going to get there. It just means it's delayed. We didn't say you're not going to make it. 
You may have to wait a day. And so this is what God is teaching me about process. He's teaching me about process and patience, right? And so I'm in this specific place in my life where I'm like, okay, God, I don't want to feel disappointed. This is just going to make me drive closer to you. And so I began to pray to God and say, okay, God, show me what I need to do. And, um, and this is the interesting part because there's a process in which God has us take in order for us to achieve that thing, the promise that God has for us. And there's a, these are four questions that we really have to ask God, because a lot of times we, we request things from God. We say, okay, God, this is what I need. Do it. Okay, God, this is what I want. Make it happen. But a lot of times it doesn't really work that way. Do we, do we take the time to ask God what he wants? Do we take the time to say, okay, God, what do you want from me? I have goals, but I don't know if they're in alignment with your promise. I don't know if they're in alignment with what you see I should have. What do you want? And our, our perspective changes now from me being entitled, I, to, okay, God, you. You know what I'm saying? And so I begin to ask God, okay, God, what do you want from me? What do you want? What do you want us to do? And that's the first question you ask God, not, okay, God, can you? Okay, God, can you please? No, say, God, what do you want from me? What do you want me to have? The next question is how, because most times he'll tell you what you need to do. My dilemma for me was, okay, God, what do you want? Is I want you to move. I said, okay, God, how do I do that? How is important because it shows activation. It, I feel like when you answer the question, how, there is an active movement part that's, that's correlated with it. Okay, God, how? So for me, okay, let's, let's get some organizational things together. Let's, let's pack up, let's buy some boxes. Let's put some stuff together, make sure everything is in place. Let me call movers. Let me figure this thing out. You know, I don't know, I don't know where and I don't know when yet, but I just know I got to activate my faith in preparation. And too often we say, okay, what do you want me to do? And we want to know when God doesn't show us when off the bat most times, because if we know when, then it, it limits our faith. In practice of preparation, if I already know when I need to do something and I know where I need to go, I don't need to know how. <laughs> I can, it's just like me going to a gig. I used to play, you know, I still play bass or whatever. I used to have bass gigs and drum gigs. I used to play the drums and I, I'm a musician. And so a lot of times if I know where I'm going and I know when I need to be there, for some reason, I end up late. I don't know what it is. I can be five minutes down the street. But for some reason, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got, I got time to spare. And my preparation diminishes. I don't really prepare. I thought it's right down there. I know where it's at. I oh, I know that song. Cool. I don't really prepare. But if I didn't know when or where, I'm preparing uh, sometime soon. Oh, God, I got to practice, Lord. Yeah, it's coming up like in the next couple of days. But when? I can't tell you in the next couple of days, but you need to practice. And I start practicing. I start, you know, working on my skills, working on the song so that I'm prepared. Then I, then I know when and where, and then I'm here on time. But if I already know the when and where, the how gets diminished, the preparation, the activation of faith gets put in the back seat. And so God was showing me how before I got to the when and where. 
And what I did was I activated my faith. I began to call movers. I began to pack up boxes. I began to talk to real estate agents. I began to find the right agent for me, begin to look at listings and look at different houses. And they would ask me, when do you want to go? When do you want to move? I said, I don't know. Um, I had to make up a date, like in the next 30 days, in the next 60 days, I'm making up dates as I go. And because God honored, because he saw my faith being activated, he honored it. And what he did was he says, okay, he gives me the win. Okay, God. So my, my lease is up in May. He said, in the next 30 days, you're going, you're going to be somewhere else. I said, okay, I can live with that. I can get the, I can get the win. And so I begin to tell people I'm leaving in the next couple of, next couple of weeks. I'm going to be out of here in about 30 days. I'm going to be out of here. Where you, what, what, where are you going to go? I don't know yet, but my faith is already activated. I'm already in preparation. I answered the how. God, he told me how to do it. I started packing up stuff, you know, put things together. Okay, how? Okay, now I know when. And the last one is where? Where do you want me to go, God? So here's the interesting part. And so talk to my real estate agent. She showed me a listing that I felt I've already seen before. I clicked on the home. I say, this is, this is a new build. But I feel like I've seen this already. But... What happened was she actually showed me a home in that same community on that same street that I didn't like. I was like, oh, no, I don't want that one. But I was like, I've already seen I don't want to see, I, I don't want to see this house. I've already seen it. I've already, I don't want it. But God said, no, click on it. So I click on it. I say, wait a minute. This is a this is a new build. This is a brand new home. <laughs> like this is in a brand new community. I say no one's ever lived here. This is everything is new. This is. I'm like, wait a minute, this is this is on the market right now. Yes, on the market right now. I said, well, I want to see it today. Can you be ready in 30 minutes? Um, Not really, but yes, I can. I will be ready <laughs> in 30 minutes. I told my wife, uh, she was in the shower. I said, babe, we got to hurry up. Um, we got a, a listing to see in 30 minutes. <laughs> She's like, 30 minutes? Yeah, it's 30 minutes away. I was just like, oh, goodness, I got to get the boys ready. And so we went to see another house before this specific house that I really wanted to see. We saw this one house. It was like, oh, it's cool. We walked in it. Wanda hated it. I tried to like it because of the price. I was like, you know, it's a cool, it's in our, it was in our price range or whatever. But I knew deep down this wasn't the home. I said, all right, let's go head over to this other spot. And so on the way there, on the way there, as we were driving, God began to tell me, he told me, he said, this is the home. You're going to move into this house. And I was like, huh, as clear as day. And so I'm driving and I look at my wife and said, my wife, I told my wife, I said, um, I said, Wanda, we're going to get this home. I know it's brand new. I know everybody's probably looking at this like they want it. But look, this is our home. We're about to walk into our home. Well, I haven't looked inside of it yet. We ain't talked to, you know, no, we ain't did nothing. No processes, nothing yet. I just knew deep down inside, this was my spot. This is our home. This is the home I'm going to settle in with my wife. And so we get there. We get there. We pull in. We love it. We get inside. It's a one floor, high vaulted ceilings, four bedroom, three bath. Um, I mean, my God, it's huge. I mean, we did an empty a house tour on YouTube. So make sure you check it out on my wife's page, Wanda Mozak. Um, and it was, it was crazy. I'm like, yo, this is, this is wild. Like this is available right now. Like it's, 
yeah, they're just building up these homes in this beautiful community, waterfalls everywhere, nice walking. I mean, it's just, they call it, it's just beautiful. I'm just like, yo, this is ours, bro. This is ours. God just told, he told me, he didn't tell me about the mother house. Like we, with the homes we were praying for, he didn't tell me that, but he told me here, this is ours. This is one of the point I'm trying to make is that when you are in alignment with God and you begin to ask God what he wants of us, what he wants of you, and you begin to activate your faith when he tells you what he wants you to do, you activate it by, by showing God, answering God the question of how, how do you want me to do it? You actually do it. God will begin to direct your steps and he he begins to put things in place. And the things that you were denied before God said, no, that just wasn't for you. I got something way better for you. I got something way, I got something that's about to blow your mind. You thought you loved that home. You thought you loved that specific job. You thought you, you thought you were making money there, huh? Well, I'm about to blow your mind now. I know you got denied that promotion. It's cool. I'm about to blow your mind. You're about to be over those people in a minute. I'm about to put you in another job, in another spot where you're overseer, where you're the director, where you're the president of another company. God, God can do some crazy stuff just as long as we activate our faith. All it takes is asking God the right questions. God, what do you want me to do? What do you want? Okay, how do you want me to do that, God? Activate your faith and do it. And then he begins to tell you when. And after you know when, he begins to show you where. Because where is not important anymore because your faith is already activated to do it anyway. You get what I'm saying? And so it's, it's, it's interesting that we, you know, we moved in and within, we had some friends come over uh, to help us move. And it was amazing. And I just haven't stopped moving. Like, I'm just like putting stuff together and putting stuff in. And we've, we've finalized everything. Everything is already moved in, this, that, and the other. And, um, I'm just making sure getting the decor. My wife, she's, you know, getting her plans together to, to do, you know, to put stuff together in the home and, you know, furniture because it's so big. Now we got to fill it up, you know, so it's going to take some time. But it was just like, okay, God, you've really shown me what it means to trust you in all things that I do. And it's important to also call out that thing that you know is already yours. If God told you and you heard the voice of God, he told you that something is yours. He told you that you're going to possess that thing. You need to speak it and call it out in the atmosphere. You need to speak it because your voice has power. Your words have power. There's life and death in the power of your tongue. There is power that comes out of your voice when it's projected. And it's like calling it out into the atmosphere and the atmosphere catches it. It's like God catches it and says, okay, I got you. God, this is how, this is my house. Got you. Okay. This is my car. Got it. And you begin to call it out. That is also another way of faith. Because faith without works is dead. If you say, I believe in something, but you're not putting anything in action, you're not speaking it out, you're not preparing, you're not, you're not, you don't have a process in place, you're not answering how, you're not answering that question by activating and doing things, then, then you probably won't get it. Because it takes work to achieve the thing that God has for you. It takes work. It's not just a natural thing, it's a spiritual thing. You get what I'm saying? It's not just, it's not just, oh, I'm going to do this and I should get it. No, it's sometimes it's a spiritual. Sometimes you have to sit back, meditate and actually call out to God and listen to his voice clear. 
Cancel out all the distractions. Cancel out all the outliers, everything that's on the outside that has nothing to do with your realm of with God. Cancel that. Move it out the way and just get in peace and solidarity with God and say, God, what do you want me to do? Listen to his voice and follow instructions. And I can guarantee that thing that you that you're wanting so bad, God will give it to you and more. He'll give it to you and more. You just have to trust him in everything that you do. So that that's my motivation for you. That's my my words of encouragement for you is to always, always ask God, what do you want? Instead of coming to him and saying, God, I want this. Look, give me that. Like, like a little kid, like, I want this. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. God's like, I can't. What am I supposed to do with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What am I supposed to do with you? All you talking about is give me, give me, give me. So we have to learn how to say, okay, God, I want this off my shoulders. You take it from me and you guide me to the next spot, guide me to the next direction, to the next place, the next position. And I can guarantee you, man, life would be so much simpler. It's going to be hard, but it'll be so much simpler for you to really navigate through this journey we call life. This puzzle we call life that we're constantly trying to piece together. Allow God to be the headliner of your show, man. Allow God to piece those pieces together. Allow God to drive your car and be your Uber driver. Allow him to do it. Sit back and just enjoy the ride. Just trust him, but activate your faith in the process. All right? That's my encouragement for you today. Trust God and activate your faith. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm glad that you were here. Listen, guys, I want you all to subscribe. If you haven't already, I want you to review. Y'all, if you like this show, if you like this episode, tell me about it. If you want to hear more, tell me about it. If you want to know more, tell me about it, because I have a lot of examples of what faith can do in my life. I can tell you, I may do a part two series of this or a part three. I'm just saying like, God. When I tell you, when I tell you, I, there's going to be something else I got to share with you in the next couple of weeks about about confirmation. When God tells you to do something and you do it, he always sends confirmation either before or after. And so that's going to be coming up really soon in, next, uh, in the next upcoming episodes. It's about how to seek confirmation from God to do what it is that he called you to do. All right. So um, like, subscribe, share, review, um, rate it, um, rate this episode. And I'm really excited, y'all. I'm glad that you're with me on this journey. Check out our new Empty House Tour on YouTube. And um, y'all, till next time, make sure you click play. Peace.